<laughs> I am Baba Wawas and I am opening a beer. <laughs> Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets Nation, the place where drinks come true, we welcome all of you to the podcast, Three Sheets to the Mouse. We are gathered here tonight around the adult beverages to share a drink, to share a thought, and to share news. We hope you enjoy our story tonight, Erections of Earth. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. I am your host, Walter Cronkite. I'm not sure if this is actually Walter Cronkite's voice, but we're going to roll with it anyway. <laughs> so joining me today are three guys, two guys that would like to take Dan Rather's job. Mikey? I always fancied myself more of a Peter Jennings. I can see that. Adam? This is Papa Wawa's. <laughs> That's not fair. I don't do a good newscaster voice. I got what? What, what have I got? <laughs> Stephanopoulos? I can't. I got nothing. Go give me your best Oprah. I don't do an Oprah. <laughs> I don't even do a Ron Burgundy. Okay, quick. Give me your best okra. <laughs> I don't eat okra. Me either. Even if you bread it and fry it, it still tastes like hot snot. It does. It I like it. I like it. You pickle right. it. You put it in a Bloody Mary. That's not a drink for me. I'm sorry. I just... I'm, listen. I, did, I didn't mean to interrupt the, the newscast, uh, Mr. Cronkite. That's okay. It's not the first time. <laughs> uh, can, can I be fuck it? We'll do it live, guy. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just not that angry. I'm not. I'm not that angry. If you know, if I'm anyone, I'm. Hi, Chris Hansen. Have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Wrong show. Wrong show. Wrong show. Oh, sorry. That's, Adam. I just never mind. Well, I thought one of y'all were naked. Nope, that's a different podcast altogether. Okay. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. This is Baba Wawas. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to what we're drinking because obviously we've all had enough of it right now so <laughs> Mikey what do you got in your glass don't tell Stephanie oh uh -oh. fuck her name's Did it have her name on dead. it unless her name is Honey in Tennessee then no although it, the package it came in was addressed to her then it's hers and you're yeah, dead. It's hers and you're dead. <laughs> I saw this happen in your house, Mikey, when she got that package. <laughs> I'm having... She doesn't listen to the episodes anyway. Only the ones that she's on, so we're good. 
Uh, <clears throat> just, you know, going through the cabinet. And in the back, I saw half gallon of uh, Tennessee honey. So I got that thrown into some uh, Dr. Pepper. You're drinking her Dr. Pepper? No, it's her mom's. I actually. Okay, fair enough. All right, that's allowed. I, I sent my niece into her mom's closet to steal it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring was, kids for larceny. That's, oh no, that's... I didn't pay her. Because <laughs> she's smart, she came out with two—one for me and one for her. <laughs> and one for her. There you go. That's the way you do I, it. I gotta remember. Well, she's gonna this get in trouble. She gotta get something out of it. I, I gotta remember this trick next time I'm visiting uh, her house when I send her to go get me a beer from her dad's ice chest. That when she comes back with two, I gotta confiscate them both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, that's when she does it. Come back with two. You don't see the one she already hit. She says, yeah, she's one for me, and I'm going to pocket this one. Yep. Adam, what are you drinking? Well, I have a small can selection of Trogues tonight because I already drank the uh, Mad Elf. So what I have now is their chocolate stout. And after this, I'm going to move on to the Troganator. I like the Troganator. That's their original beer. Yes. And I've got some Dead Rabbit Irish Whiskey. Tim, still hitting up the rabbit. Yeah, and it's, it's getting easier to find up here. Now we can find it in a local store, and I don't have to hunt for it in Jersey. Oh. You don't have to hunt for wabbits in Jersey? This is Baba Wabas. And we're hunting for wabbits. And we are hunting wabbits this episode on Three Sheets to the Mouth. Hey, Babbitt! In case y'all haven't noticed, we're doing something that we don't normally do, and that's talk about the news. In case you haven't gathered by our really bad... In case you haven't rathered. (laughs) Yes, this is... Tonight, we're just going to call this... This isn't BuzzFeed, it's Buzzed Feed. Yes. yes, there you go. Buzz there you go. Feed Buzz News. Feed. Buzz Feed News. <laughs> Maybe we should launch that. I'm sure it already exists. That's a damn I shame. Don't care. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, a YouTube channel already. <laughs> we just get drunk and talk about the week's news. Drunk. Well, in this case, it's however far we want to go back before we say, all right, we've had enough. Well, I mean, I'm not going like Spaceship Earth back. Well, I did. <laughs> to the dawn of time. I did mine wrong. I didn't give you all I'm the s- rules. I'm sorry. Oh, God. That's, Damn that's it. A, we that's said a we only can use the Parks blog for the news. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. Just Parks blog. Cause, all right. So there's been a lot of news in the last couple of weeks that a lot of big news in the Disney parks. So we thought we'd have an episode recapping a lot of news that happened recently and going a couple months back so who wants to take the first story so disney's ducktales world showcase adventure is announced for play disney parks mobile app at epcot taking the place of agent p perry the platypus which i just finally started watching that show adam just started watching this show and i was trying to follow along and i can't because it's just so like it i'm sorry it is strange. I love it. I really love it. No, Tim's right. It's out there. It's it's well out there. It is Animaniacs level out there. 
But that's, no, it I is love... worse than Animaniacs out there. Uh, no, it, it's it's the, right there the with Animaniacs. The only thing it has going for it is the cast. The, the celebrity cast that they have doing the voices is amazing. But, I mean, you have Phineas and Ferb. They're like a blended family. And this fucking, they have a pet platypus. So, according to the Disney Parks blog... Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure invites guests to join Scrooge McDuck, Donald, Nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Launchpad, and Webby in search of priceless treasure. I have never seen a single episode of the relaunched DuckTales. It is so so good. good. It is so good. I would say out of like everything that they launched, if you have time, watch it. It, They're bringing back Darkwings in it. It's just, it's very well written. It's it's very well written. Really, like adult will hit you in the fields at the worst, at like that you wouldn't surprise, like kind of surprised by this cartoon will hit you in the fields at times. I don't know that I want to watch that. David Tennant is Uncle Scrooge. Yes, that's that sells me on that right there because I love David Tennant. And David Tennant, that's where I got hooked on Doctor Who was David Tennant. I. I, ne- I've, I, had to watch. I never did Agent P. So we never did either. And I wanted to, even when like you had to go. Now I need to. I mean, I probably have to try to do this in January if it's yeah. Open. If it's yeah. Open, because like there it. is no launch date set for this. I, I mean, I, I know when Agent P was like first released, it was before everybody had a uh, smartphone. You had to go, and they would like basically rent out, or not really rent, but they would check out. A device you would walk around and do this through World Showcase, but then I, they're gonna, I think they're gonna yank it all out. I don't think they're gonna yank it all out. I think they're just gonna refresh it and change it so that it fits towards Ducktales. I don't. The stuff is there already. I don't see them pulling all that down, but they'll retheme it. I think. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm out of tune with what comes on the the regular Disney Channel that you get with your cable subscription. I so yeah, we don't have cable. Well, but my question is, are kids watching this DuckTales cartoon? Yes. yes. It's actually doing very well. Because adults are enjoying it. Are they going... So, okay. Then that segues into, are people going to participate in this as a family unit? You think? Because I can see adults that, yes. Can I can get in on, on the Disney Play app. Uh, I think... Well, I, I think not enough people are doing it because it's not... I don't think it's being put in front of people the right way. I don't think it's being publicized. I don't think it's being promoted quite the right way because you see a commercial and they mention this thing at the very end of it or maybe you get like a YouTube ad or something like that and I don't... Well, well, what Agent the- P used to have actual stands that you would see this sign sort of like right. how when you would walk into Animal Kingdom... And you would do the Wilderness Explorers. It was that kind of thing where you would have to get this phone device to actually use it. Before Agent P, it was Kim Possible. Yes, it was Kim Possible. So there were, it, it does have a long-standing kind of tradition as they're trying to bring kids into this. Now, the Star Wars one I don't really think is aimed towards kids. I think the Star Wars one is really aimed more towards the geeky tech kid guys and teenagers who are waiting to get on a Star Wars attraction or waiting to do something in Batu? I don't see it aimed towards the little ones because a lot of the stuff that has to be scanned is pretty high up. 
So it, it's not really kid-friendly, I would say. I don't think that Disney has done a really great job getting it out there in front of it. Well, the only thing I can say about that is Parks Blog had a whole Parks Blog had a whole article about the new things that were recently launched for the app for that thing about too. Because with the new attraction opening, they updated some of the jobs and some of the missions. So there's there's this whole thing that's going on that they are making mention of it. But again, this is not for the average park goer to Disney World is not necessarily looking for this distraction. They're not looking for the extras and the add-ons that you can do. They're looking, if I go here and then I do this and then I do this, I can hit all these attractions and then go on to the next attraction. They're not looking at the details majority of the time. I, I think you're right. I think people that go to Disney World the first time and they come back really enjoying it. The second time they go back and they look more at the details. Exactly. So that's when they actually dig in. Mm-hmm. That's when you actually dig in. That's when you have that time where you do, you did all the super attractions. You did everything that was expected for you to do. Now it's time to do the unexpected. Okay. I'm not going to say you swayed me. I'm still sticking to they're not putting it out there very well because they haven't quite yet enticed me to do it. Well, it's not out yet. No, I uh, no, not not the uh, Ducktales. I'm talking about the the Star Wars thing because it's it's similar and it's just like they haven't quite got me in there where I'm like, well, next time I go, I'm going to try it. I don't know. Well, it's just. For me, the Star Wars thing was just something to do. And I wanted to see what... I enjoyed it because sometimes something would actually happen. Yeah. When you did it. And that's what I get a kick out of. The interaction with the actual land, to me, makes that kind of experience worth it. That's where Agent P was so successful. Because you would see something pop up that wasn't there a few minutes ago. And you would ask, oh, what, what was that? What did you just do to make that happen? And a lot of HMP was word of mouth. If you saw it happen, you want to know what was going on. That's kind of the problem that I had, where it was there was a generation gap thing with HMP, where parents really didn't know what HMP was, but the kids did. Now with this Ducktales thing, I think it's going to bridge the gap because the parents grew up with Ducktales, and now the kids are growing up with Ducktales, and it's gonna it's gonna have that family element. Everybody's gonna be able to do it together and enjoy it together. And I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm gonna play it. I'm also going to try to play Agent P in January, so there's that. If it's still there, we don't we don't have a launch date for this, so it could open. It's going to be there. Don't crush my dreams, Tim. <laughs> uh, to piggyback a little bit off of this, and we talked about what's going on in Star Wars, they are revamping the the the, the Disney Play app for um, Galaxy's Edge and Batu with the Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. launching out. And I don't know if this was available in the previous iteration, but you're actually going to be able to trade things with other people that are playing it. That's the rumor. So, I don't know what those things are. I mean, I <clears throat> I think if, if Disney found some way to capture what's going on with Pokemon Go and throw it into what into this, this Batu area with trading and moving here and moving there and doing stuff, and, and controlling things, uh, you you would have a serious nerdgasm, I guarantee it, if, if they could find a way to, to, to make that happen within this app. Um, and you have a lot of people just standing around, not waiting online, in line, at a line. In queue. To, uh, On to queue. Be, line. To, to either, um, you know, get your blue milk or hopefully get a spot in Ogas. So... 
Disney, if you're listening, I am no good at programming, but I got an idea for you. <laughs> I will take 2%. Only two? Milk? <laughs> I, listen. Yes, I've been on 2% milk for some time. I accidentally went to the store and bought whole milk for the kids one time. And they said, what is this? I said, it's milk. Yeah, but it's thick. I said, get a spoon and a fork. <laughs> no, but it spoils. If you're, yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're eating your milk with a fork. Yeah. All right. So... Just to go back to what Mikey was talking about, about Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios or whatever the heck you call it at this point, because I really don't give a fuck. I'll always be MGM to me. Um, there's actually some food items that were actually introduced just for the holidays. And this is the first time I want to say that Hollywood Studios is actually getting kind of specialty food items for a holiday. They've gotten a lot of love uh, this holiday season in general. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you can get a holiday blondie at the Backlot Express. And this blondie is made with orange peel, dried cranberries, and slivered almonds topped with white chocolate ganache. It's a lot going so just on. Fun to, just fun to say ganache. You can get Elsa's magical macarons. That sounds dirty. Because Elsa's now French. That sounds fucking dirty. No, if you put dirty. them on your nipples and squeak them. Um, Especially since available Elsa's not French. Exactly. But this is available at Baseline Tap House, and this is a white and blue macaron shell with white chocolate and gingerbread ganache in the middle. I love me a good macaron. Oh, I thought you were going to say a good ganache. <laughs> There's no ganache like the new ganache with Gary. From Gary Ganache. Ah. <laughs> All right, we have a chestnut Kevin, you pine cone. know that reference? Oh, Tim, you're getting two laugh tracks, buddy. Because <laughs> I don't get it. I do. I know it. He's he's not going to zoobly zoo, Tim. It's well before his. It's well, well, well. I'm like four years younger than you. That was not zoobly zoo. What was it then? The Great Space Coaster. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Mr. No Imagination has given us the oh, God. One of the greatest PBS shows ever. (laughs) We have a chestnut pine cone. Which is available at the Batlock 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 <laughs> Express. Fuck me with this word. I'm Batlock. Bat <laughs> yes, Bat- the Matlock. Backfat. Batlock. Batlock. Batlock Express. Sir, my fucking. And here's another shirt for me. Andy Griffith. Fuck comes my life. With your dessert. <laughs> with Barney. And Andrew Lansbury comes out with your tea. <laughs> No, it would have to be uh, Miss B, Aunt B, Aunt, Aunt May, Aunt B. Damn it, damn it, it's damn it. Aunt B. Anyway, I'm continuing. A backlot express and trolley car cafe, and this is a chestnut mousse on top of a milk chocolate sweetened crepe with powdered sugar snow. This actually what looks really cool. Mousse? It looks kind of looks like a turd to me. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a fucking pine cone. It does. Uh, you have Mickey's Santa hat, chocolate mousse, at the com- com- uh, fuck. I can't say. I never could say this. Commissary, one. commissary. Yes, ABC commissary. And this is a vanilla shortbread topped with chocolate cake, dark chocolate mousse, dark chocolate ears, and a large white crispy pearl. A white who? A what? Pearl necklace. She like a pearl necklace. Yeah, that's yeah. 
A festive holiday wreath is at also at the ABC. I'm pretty sure a festive holiday wreath is what you call a pearl necklace in December. Thank you. Yes. And this is a cookie with mint marshmallow top with white green icing and chocolate candy cane. Cinnamon actual lunch batch tart. And there's a whole bunch of other food that I'm never going to eat. Let's get into the fucking drinks. Um, we have a Northern Lights slushy. Now, is that that's got a glow clube or no? Um, most of these have glow clubes, it looks like. Almost all of them have a glow clube. Probably the ones that you posted the other day where you didn't want Stephanie to see with the Elsa. Yes. Right. Oh, no, I, was just, I was definitely fucking with her on that because. So this is a blue yep. ras- yeah, a blue raspberry floating slushy with cotton candy. Yeah. How and about Olaf's that? Sus- These don't have alcohol in them. No, I think I think that one is for kids. That's the one that has Elsa hang on the, on the side of it. Yeah. And then you have an Olaf snow flurry slushy. Yep. And this is a vanilla orange frozen slushy with whipped cream. Like a dream sickle. Now, yes. A holiday mule. Now this at the Oasis Canteen and Sunshine Day Bar and Animation Bar. This is vodka, lemoncello, cranberry juice, and ginger beer. That yes. sounds delicious. That yes, has, in my opinion, the coolest glow clue because it is the Mickey ornament. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty freaking awesome. We also have the frostbite cocktail. And this is a vodka, butte, clear sour, cranberry juice, and sweet and sour. Nope. Yeah. Not a fan of sweet and sour mix. I'd drink it if you buy it and send it to me. Well, I'd drink anything if somebody's buying me a drink. Put it in a cup. Ship it. Oh, what kind of cup? Uh, athletic. Hot. We have a winterberry margarita. And this is silver tequila, triple sack, sweet and sour cranberry juice, and wild berry syrup. I really feel like if you put tequila and sweet and sour in anything and a bunch of other shit, you can call it a margarita. It's automatically, yep, pretty much. You can give it some type of boutique name and call it a margarita. Now, this is the one that I'm kind of stuck on. Because as much as I would like to try this, I don't think I'd want to drink it in Florida. And this is a hot cocoa flight. So we have, it's a three hot chocolate. It's one with vanilla vodka. One with your black cherry bourbon and one with Irish cream liqueur. Well, I mean, it's been like in the 60s here last week, so you could get that at night. Well, apparently it's supposed to be like in the 50s tonight in Orlando. Oh, God. Is school going to be open tomorrow? No. (gasps) I do. I do. I would love to try this, but it, it ends January 5th and we don't get there till the 7th. Yeah, we just miss it by genius. Maybe you can get someone down there early and buy you one. They'll just keep it in the oven or the microwave because in the South, we think putting stuff in the microwave keeps it fresh. Wait, for real? <laughs> keeps your bread fresh. No, no, no. Why do you take no, dope? For real? We, my, my, after dinner tonight, my mother-in-law took all the fixings and put in the microwave so my wife could come over and have it an hour and a half later. Uncovered. But it's oh, in the microwave, oh. so it's got to be okay. It's gotta be okay. No, this Mikey. I, I don't believe I, you. You're lying. You can you, you can ask the queen. <laughs> I, I promise you, that's what happened tonight. It was good gravy, though. But gravy gets skin. Oh, yeah, but you just whip Dude. it up. All right, your 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 news articles next, Mikey. Oh well, <laughs> let me see what I got. <clears throat> okay, listen, I'm gonna skip around a little bit because who knows what. Who's got what next? I'm going to go to Epcot. And I'm going to say, listen, we got 
uh, a new restaurant coming in. You got the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. That wasn't necessarily like this month. It was a little bit further back when they originally announced it, but they've given us some more details about it. So this is going to be over by the uh, American Adventure, and it's basically just kind of shaping up to be like a... I honestly want to say like a food truck type of barbecue joint. Um, looking at some of the, the pictures, the food, it's a photograph. So the photographs always look good. But I, I think they're looking to try to capture um, the barbecue flavors of the nation. So it's not going to be only like Memphis style or Kansas City style or Texas style. They're looking to kind of bring a lot of that together. And, you know, it, it, listen, if you're going to try to find a food that does harken back to what Americana would be, barbecue does kind of make a little sense. Um, look at the menu. It looks like you're going to have ribs, onion rings, and a piece of Texas toast. Then you got, yeah, everything looks like it's served on Texas toast. It's Or maybe it's sourdough. But, yeah, no, no regular hamburger buns. Oh, and the sandwiches have an American flag in them. That's cute. Toothpick thing. Okay. I just, I, my main concern is that you're going to have all these different styles. And I feel like you can't devote enough time to get all these styles done on a daily basis. It, there's just not enough hours in there. I, I think what you mean to say is to get them all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, exactly my point. It just, it, I would much prefer to for them to stick to one and get it done excellently yeah. than to do... Uh, multiple sauces and uh, and dry rubs and all this stuff. There's no way they're going to do this properly. I don't care what anyone says. Now, the concept art looks pretty cool for this because they're supposed to have a pit out front where, according to Disney, they're going to have a pit with meat or, you know, a smoke pit rolling and going all the time out there. And I'm really leery that they've actually got meat in this smoke pit. I mean, they do have a smoker on hand for some of the food and wine events. So it, it, it wouldn't yeah, surprise me. It wouldn't be surprised if they do, but it's not going to be... I don't think it's going to be the quality that we're going to expect that well, that we want. I seriously expect it to just have like, you know... Um, it's going to be smoked for a couple hours and that's it. I Well, I was going to say I would expect it to, to just basically be not really even real smoke, but just be like, you know, vapor coming out of... a you know, a smoker and with like the Rome burning smell behind it. <laughs> be- because because that won't be as offensive to park goers who are all like, oh, it's the smoke. I can't take it. It's the, oh, it's not too many gave me the smoke. Well, it's not real smoke, ma'am. So you're freaking out. But hey, you know what? Disney magic. You know, um, I really do think that it would be a lot cooler if in addition to this, you know, smoke pit they got, um, because they got like a greens area all around it with like picnic tables or whatever, man, make it make it feel more like a backyard or a tailgate atmosphere, you know? Have some like cornhole or horseshoes or something. Just, I think that would be a lot of fun while you're waiting on your meal. And I know you'd be stuck waiting behind people and maybe get a fight involved. But you know what? It would be fun. Damn it. Fight will be fun. Your oh kid God. just stole the cornhole bags from my kid. You need to discipline your child. Your kid should have been faster, sir. 
Your kid's been playing cornhole for two hours. You need to give it up and let somebody else have a turn. Uh, we it paid just... to get into this park just like you did. See, I hate that fucking expression. I hate that. That's the worst thing you can ever fucking say. Okay. and you, So, yeah, maybe that won't work, but damn it. <laughs> if I was, I would be more prone to go enjoy a sandwich here because some of them sandwiches look pretty good. But if you put an onion ring on something, it automatically looks better. It may not be better. But onion rings make everything better. I would be more prone to want to go here and just sit and, and for the ambiance of just looking around and feeling like I'm at a backyard cookout. I don't care who's playing cornhole. I just I just want that that feeling and I think that's what if they could capture that here, it would be a big hit in Epcot. Um, and I see what they're doing is because everybody, you know, you go to Mexico and you get authentic, well, you get Mexican food. I, I almost said authentic. <laughs> uh, well, if you go to Hacienda, it's... Yeah, I mean, listen, you go, you go to Japan and you can get like like six different kinds of Japanese food, apparently now, with all the different restaurants they got. But America really was kind of, sort of, lacking in something that just felt American. Okay, but, and just to jump on this, we do not have once barbecue joint opening. We have two barbecue joints opening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. And and if you're jumping on this, Adam, I, I just want to go on record and say... When the, the 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 roundup dinner party happened at the Contemporary, I believe I said, I think they're just testing this out for a restaurant later. Nah, they they knew it, this restaurant was in this was planned before. Oh, that. was it? Okay, yeah. well, but maybe the menu was, was being tested. Uh, I, it's gonna be, well. They wouldn't put it in. Uh, barbecue's the new it thing. Yeah, apparently, it is in Disney right now. I wouldn't be surprised. There's so well, it, it's Disney like latches onto a, a concept and they take it to the T. Like when they like a couple years ago, it was all Italian restaurants. Now it's all barbecue. So, oh, real, real quick, we have, real quick, hang on, Adam. Real quick, I want to cut you off. I forgot to mention that the Regal Eagle is also a craft beer house. So, no. Correction. It's craft house. Craft style okay. beers. So it's not going to have craft beers. It could be so it's Yingling. It's going to be It's going to be Sam Adams. It's going to be Sam, Sam Adams. Yeah, Yingling, they're all yeah, considered it, craft beers. Okay. So well, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Sorry. Anybody and who was expecting I, I, to get trogues, you're not going to find it there. Yeah, you're not going to find anything crazy. Okay. Here. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Adam? Do tell me about this other barbecue joint that Disney yeah, has decided. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant coming to Toy Story Land in Disney's Hollywood Studios. This sounds exciting. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so, I don't know what to say about that. I don't. It sounds like Hoopty Doo in. No, it sounds like Flame Tree in Hollywood Studios to me. That's all this is. This is Flame Tree in Hollywood Studios with a different theme. Fight me. No, but since it's immersive, so they're going to have probably some character interaction, which nope. tells me it's hoop do nope. nope. It's just going to be themed to Woody's Roundup. I, I, You know, reading through this concept idea, which right now everything is like, here's an artist render of this and that and whatever. 
Tim, the characters you're going to see are going to look like some paper doll cutouts. They're probably going to be about one inch thick melamine with, you know, uh, laser cut on a CNC. Not, that's not laser cut, but like CNC cut so they can put it together with a printing on one side to look like Trixie. Or mm-hmm. any of the other characters, they're going to look, and they're going to look like they've got like a Brad poked through them, so you can bend. They can be bent this way and that way, but they won't bend this way or that way. I think the most act- action you see that might be happening is the paper cutout of Rudy of Woody, um, according to this artist render, actually has a, a a real rope coming from him, and he's roping something now. They can't put the characters in here because you can't have two characters this close together on stage at the same time. I, it's that simple. I will say it'll th- be drawings. It'll be pipe cleaners. It'll be whatever Fuck they want me. it to be. But they they won't have... You can't see Woody and Buzz in one spot and then all of a sudden see Woody and Buzz in, in the roundup. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and this is supposed to be in Andy's backyard, and it's like uh, Andy took a bunch of cardboard boxes and taped them together to build this restaurant, mm-hmm. which like a four, this, yeah, a cardboard yeah, four. That's basically four. what it is. Um, now, I will say that it says, upon entering Andy's backyard, you'll get transformed to the size of a toy and surrounded by toys, and you'll discover a new play area. And you get in there, and you get to you get to take you see the rodeo fun happening around you. I wonder if they may have like not characters, maybe like them guys who come out and do like the trick lasso stuff. I it's not a sit down meal. Is I think it's going to be just the counter service. I don't I don't see anything that says this is a sit down or table service. So if it's just another counter service, we'll see. I I don't see a show I don't think you're going to get the show aspect that you're all thinking well, it, it, it says Disney calls it rodeo festivities so that may just literally be the one rope hanging from Woody that's a, that's lassoed mm. around I don't know what Adam oh it's either that or they'll have a bunch of cartoons labeled Woody's Roundup that they'll just play on TVs it, it the the concept art the cast members look like they were wearing um they had a cowboy hat and like a vest and stuff on. I just I I feel bad because people may end up going here thinking it's Whispering Canyon version two, and they're gonna come out going, "What was that?" Oh, it was Flame Tree version two. That's all it is. That's all this is gonna be. It's Flame Tree with walls. Sorry. Yep. Few with air conditioning. Fewer fans and because less they got ducts. But it's still Heinz fucking barbecue sauce. Well, but you see, but that's also what I'm concerned about the Regal Beagle. So Regal, Regal Beagle. Beagle. Regal. You son of a bitch. Uh, you uh, son of a bitch. Thank you, Jack Tripper. <laughs> Come on, knock on our right. door. All right, Mr. Roper, let's move on. <laughs> I'm excited for something that's coming to Epcot. You love Epcot. You're excited for everything that's coming to Epcot. I do. But you know what's coming to Epcot? Mm-hmm. Shit's Creek is coming to Epcot. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Okay, that's not where yes. I thought you were going, but okay. 
I've, Canada far and wide in Circle Vision 360 in the Can Canada Pavilion. In the Canadian. They're up, up, they're upgraded Canadia. They're upgrading O Canada with new scenes, a new musical score by Canadian composer Andrew Lockington, and a new narration by award-winning actors Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Now, don't Come get on. me wrong. First off, I've never seen an episode of Shits Creek. You, Fuck, have you, Mikey, seen, you, have you have seen Best to watch in show? show? I have seen Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. I know right. what is the, that core group of, of Canadian actors. I mean, that that SCTV yes. alums. Yes. Okay. SCTV alums. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm I'm familiar with all that. Okay, you've, you've got basically it's, it's Eugene Levy, it's Catherine O'Hara, it's Stifler's mom, and it's the Six-Fingered Man. There's so much more. Uh, they are so fucking genius, though. You fuck the mother in Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's Catherine O'Hara. I mentioned her name. Yes. No, but she better do. Her. She better do the Moira Rose voice. That bad. I don't that care bad. what she does. She's funny. She's amazing. She's so amazing. Both so smart. I hope they don't fuck this up. I. I don't think they will. I'm. Uh, it's go, it, it's going to be a Disney script that they're going to be reading. Well, but Chits Creek is a TV script. To be fair, to be honest, it's it's aired on Canadian TV and if Pop Daniel TV, Levy writes, I don't even know if that's a channel. No, I David, I, I know. I'm just they're both fantastic yeah. and actor and actress. And, and hey, listen, so is Martin Short. <laughs> but what has Martin Short done? What well, hasn't he Martin Short done? He retired to... Uh, he's been on tour with the other part of SCTV that's still alive, Steve Martin. I mean, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas don't do anything anymore, but... Well, Rick Moranis, um, he's coming back into acting, but when his wife died, he retired. I know. God, I, ho I hope he's in the new Ghostbusters movie somewhere. Well, they're also rebooting Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, so... Fucking Disney. It'll all be CG. So um, yeah, okay, Tim, keep going because you everything stopped when we when we got well off topic. Can are there is there gonna be new uh I guess there's gonna be new film for this? Yes. Yes, there'll be new scenes, new music, new narration. That's all we know so far. We don't know what the opening date is for this, but I'm excited. I I love O Canada. But I'm excited for Canada Far and Wide with these two. Do you think they'll actually get rid of the O Canada theme song? Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's going. It's going. It's unless they both sing it, it's gone. They'll probably they'll probably be a little homage to it, but it's going to be. Well, this uh, do you call it an attraction? Yeah. My wife wouldn't because there's no seats. Well, your wife orders, also always orders the chicken. I know. I'll never get a chance for her to experience the new um, film for this well, because she there's no seats. So she won't go on it again. But uh, I would say that it is in need of some new um, cinematography work to get up to I digital standards. Take this back. We do have a date. January 17th, 2020 is when it opens. Oh, Adam. Whoop. Princess. What? Drag my wife to it. 
No. Yes. <laughs> She's not gonna come yes, with me. Yes, do will. it. Listen. All you have to do is get Jen, get Jen on your side, and uh, then she'll like. All okay, you gotta you do is go to France first. Well, you can go to France and do the Beauty and the Beast sing along. Yeah, it, it'll which be also opens that same day. You talk about the Festival of the Arts will be going on too, and I need to eat some of that fucking food. It'll be uh, a double fisting Grand Marnier slushies with the doubles of the Grey Gooses. Should go to Canada. I'm going to get yelled at, and I'm going to blame both of y'all. That's fine. I'm in Arkansas. He's in Pennsylvania, so. Mm-hmm. But I will have this this evidence saying that you guys told me that I should take no, you there. No. Listen, I will. she won't listen to this episode. I will build it up about the refurbing the attraction. I, I, like I, I said, make if it, this goes south. I won't say they're putting this seats in. This will be audio evidence. But I'll make. You know what? Fuck it. I'll just tell her they're putting chairs in. And they got, they got new actors and actresses, and you need to check it out. And I'll just tell, tell Jen to take her to it. And you got to make it happen, Adam. Tim, I love this news because I love Martin Short, but uh, he's been there a while. So let's get some. Listen, there was a trip that we we went and did all of the under. I want to say underrated. Epcot attractions, all the movies in World Showcase. We did all the, we did China, we did France, we did Canada. We had a great time, and I, I, I'm excited to see this be a revamp. China is also getting revamped, and France is also getting the Beauty and the Beast single. Well, they're also getting upgrades to 4K. Right, they're also doing the the original movie um, upgraded to 4K. It's time, and the technology is not super expensive anymore to make this happen. Right. It is, I mean, yep. it, it is a drop in the bucket compared to what else is happening in Epcot. Honestly, it is. Right. God, I'd hate to be charged of requisitioning the replacement light bulbs. Speaking of which, I mean, Space 2020 is not going to be cheap to make. Space 2020 is never going to open because they're never going to find an executive chef. They will. I... Isn't it supposed to open like it's not going three, to. four months from now? It was supposed to open December. Yeah, it was supposed to already be open. Yes, right. and then they lost their executive chef to a Las Vegas restaurant. So they currently don't have an executive chef, from what I understand, so who knows what You can hire me. I'm available at Disney if you're listening. And he goes by the cooking Wookiee. You don't get much more space than that. I, w- I can't go by Chef Tim because it's already a Chef Tim in Disney. Well, you can be the cooking Wookiee. Be because Wookiee is just a genus. And it's also in space. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, technically we're in space compared to someone who's not from Earth, so that's a thing. That's a true. I may not that's be from... It is a true. I may not be from yeah. Kashyyyk. <laughs> that is it a is true. A true. But it is a true. <laughs> Yeah, t- t- Tim is a Wookiee who was born out of woodlock on a bastard planet. Yes, not in Kashyyyk. Hey, listen, I've, I was so excited for Space Twenty, t- t- Space Two Twenty, when they originally announced it, and uh, I'm still excited for it. But I want them to get their shit figured out because I know right now Disney Imagineering is busy getting all the stuff that makes you want to go to it look cool. I, listen, if I, I would go to it for a grilled cheese sandwich and tater tots right now if yes. I could still experience everything else that's, ha- that's taking place inside that building. 
I would eat dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. I would eat a Mickey check meal. I want to see what's happening in there, man. I'm really excited for it, but I think this is going to be a two-credit meal from what oh, it's absolutely. sounding like. And it's going to be expensive, and I just... I hope the wait is worth it at this point because they're kind of keep on pushing this back and it's kind of concerning me a little bit. So it sounds like I'm going to um, uh, the Land Pavilion and I'm not going to be eating here. Why not? Not not for two credits. No, you can eat for a couple bucks. No, I'm talking about 220. Space 220. 220 is the average fucking ticket, apparently. Yes, per person. That's <laughs> not only that's what it means. It's not only the name of the restaurant, they, but your average entree is now two hundred and twenty dollars. Well, take it, you know what? Shipping it up to uh, you know low Earth orbit ain't cheap. Two, Somebody got two hundred and twenty miles. Somebody got to pay for it. Fucking tractor beams. I mean, come on. Fucking tractor beams. He it's said. cheap. Tractor it's, beams. It's cheap. a space elevator, Tim. Because that's what you go up on, apparently. Apparently. Ah. I mean, looking at, they're supposed to have something where, you know, you, you're you supposed to see, like, the food you're eating growing on the walls around you in this, and it's spinning to mimic Earth's gravity, and you're, you know, it's supposed to represent the the fresh food that the, the culinary team uses to make your meal, but to find out they don't have a, a lead chef guy thing is, is no... No bueno. Well, it, it's just taking too long to open. So yeah, they 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 really should have you know maybe waited a bit before they mentioned. You know, listen, right now Disney parks is spread pretty damn thin because they got shit happening all over the place. I know. I just think they had their chef hired and the chef got a better deal. And if it's that kind of quality, there's only. So many of those chefs to go around. Listen, if, if you hire a chef now and the shit ain't ready for 12 months, what's he doing for 12 months? He wants right. two chefs He's somewhere. getting a me- no, Well, no, he has to get a menu together. He has to get it approved by Disney. I mean, there is other stuff he could have been doing. But he... While the restaurant was getting prepped. It, it, you have to come up with a menu. It, it's not, poof, here's your menu. Right, no, but... And it has, I that mean, menu has to get approved. If it keeps getting put out, a chef wants to do what a chef does. And if you're, if everything else is, you know, slowing that process down, and someone says, "Hey, you want to do what you know how to do? Come over here, and we'll pay you for it." Okay, I'll go over there. I think there was more. I think he wasn't getting the menu decisions that he wanted to. I think he didn't get a fast pass for Frozen Ever After, and that's what did it. Nobody gets a fast pass for first. Broken ever after. Broken ever after. <laughs> I think he had a fast pass, but it, it went down, and they wouldn't replace it with another same-day fast pass for any attraction. Because he really wanted to go on test track. That's what I think happened. Let's keep continuing on the space theme. What else is happening in the outside space? Opening in 2021. Halcyon. What? What? Not going to be able to afford this. We're going to want to stay there anyway. Raise I your hand. I have to sell a kidney. <laughs> but I'm going to want to do it because it is the Star Wars hotel that connects you to Batu. Yes, but you'll have to have an imagination. You will, which means Tim can't do it. Fuck both of you. I have an imagination. <laughs> 
Just not when it comes to fucking clicking platypus. <laughs> Bet you... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I can't think of anything more alien than a clicking platypus. That Thank walks you. upright and, and wears a fucking derby hat. A fedora. A fedora. Thank you. A fedora. Derby, fedora, whatever. They're irrelevant. But yeah, he wears a fedora. I just have a more sophisticated imagination. Uh, but yes, that's oh. what... It, oh, excuse me. Pardon it, It's us. a more sophisticated imagination that pertains... My imagination is pinkies out. Yeah. Fuck. I don't care what I have to do. I will sell both my kidneys. You'll need one. I know. I can live on a dialysis machine after. You don't want I want to do this. I'm not taking care of your ass if you're fucking on a dialysis machine. So, newsflash for you. Sounds like you're moving to Arkansas. Hope your life insurance is paid up. Stephanie worked so, for two apparently years. Apparently, this is going to be my swan song. I'm going to stay healthy on and die. <laughs> <laughs> People die on cruise ships all the time, Tim. Yeah. Pretty They'll much. just roll you down to the freezer. This will just be a fake one. Yeah, you won't have to roll very far to the freezer. I wonder if they'll right shoot you out the back end of it like Spock. Yeah, right into I-4. <laughs> right into I-4. What happened? Well, he's on his way to Tampa. <laughs> Some... Okay, striping then. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Kate. I, this, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this is very... It's never been it's done before. Dream. No. In that it, it is it scary, is scary. Yeah. But exciting at the same time. I mean, if you buy into the imagination, okay, and you get on the tram from point A and you are shuttled and through other things you end up feeling like you're in outer space to get to this uh, you know what? I don't like the name of it. I'm sorry. I just the name of it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, the Halcyon is not really a Star Wars. No, that that is fine. It's called Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. Yeah, well, no, that's the name of the ship. Halcyon's the, the name Galactic of the ship. Galactic Cruisers, yeah. but the Galactic Cruiser, Galactic Cruiser is the class. But I just I don't want to see like. It sounds more like a Star Trekky name. It's got a colon in it. I don't want to go to a resort that has a colon in the name. It just doesn't work for me. Y'all stay home. I'll go. I'll take the. I'll take the hit for you. Nope, I'm going. I didn't, you didn't see me saying I wasn't gonna go. The colon doesn't bother me. I'm going. Hey, let's let's not go there. It's a dark, dark place. I have no problem. I, I think. Listen, after spoiler alert, what I've seen about Rise of the Resistance, this is gonna be great. As long as everybody else that's going to this and staying here is on, you know, no pun intended, on board with what's happening. But um, Well, I think you're going to have those casual... I don't know. Not for the price that they're charging. Oh, yeah. There is nothing you're gonna, no, casual you're gonna have, about you're gonna have those. You're going to have those rich casuals that are just like, I just want to stay here just for the fact of staying here. But I don't think you so. will have those fans that are going to be... And I'm going to do the costumes... And get my backstory. I'm gonna be all in. <laughs> Tim's I, I, gonna start rolling his dice now. <laughs> He's yep. <laughs> yep. Listen, I, we, when was the last time you played Dungeons and Dragons, Tim? I don't. Ever? Ever. But okay. I've I've been to Ren fairs. That's not even close to what this is. Did you go to the Ren fair in a 
Renfair attire? Mm-hmm. No, we had to buy the Renfair attire at the Renfair. Oh, they'll sell it to you on the ship. Yes, we Guaranteed, did. you can buy that on the Halcyon. I, again, I role-played, I LARPed, I did all the nerdy things you can possibly ever think of doing. This is the ultimate LARPing, role-playing thing without dice. I am all signed up because I am not good at dice. <laughs> <laughs> There's, looking at the uh, concept art for this, there's a whole lot going on. And if this concept art ends up ringing kind of true, I mean, you get to learn how to use a lightsaber. And I'm not I'm not sure if, that's gonna, if they're going to use VR for that or if um, they're going to find some other way of making it happen. But it looks like it's going to be a really cool, immersive lightsaber training probably for kids, but fucking fight me, I'm going to sign up for it. Well, there's a lot that's going on here. There's like, even when they announced it during D23, that there was going to be like, you're going to be summoned to like different parts of the ship, depending on which side you're on and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be an experience like anything else. It's, it's You're going to get from it what you put into it. Right, right. I mean, and if if you're willing to buy in, you're golden. If you're not willing to buy in, then there's no point in going. Listen, there's going to be a bar on it, so. But who knows? You might have a job to do in that bar. You might have to spy on somebody in that bar. So, I mean, it it, it can be very interesting. Now, one thing that does kind of bug me. It's, it, it talks about, you know, you can go to the bridge and operate the ship's navigation and defense systems under the crew's guidance. Yes. That sounds kind of video gamey. And it also sounds like every kid visiting that place is going to want to go there. But that's for the kids. I'm sure there'll be other things for the adults to do. And I think you have to be invited up to the deck. It's not uh-huh. something that you just can do. Like, it, it, it's a story. You're, you're running your own story in this situation. Well, how come we got... And uh, Let me look at it again. It looks... No, it's Chewbacca. There's, there's a concept art piece that has stormtroopers hassling people, but it's also got Chewbacca helping with luggage on the same thing. I understand that that's probably not going to happen. Well, but that's why would, not necessarily Chewbacca. Well, he's got the bandolier thing around his shoulders. Still not necessarily Chewbacca. But that is what makes Chewbacca look like Chewbacca and not, you know, Wookiee A from, you know, the Solo movie or whatever. Christmas special. Yes, from from uh, Life Day. It, that bandolier thing, I don't know. I don't know. I'm... Hopefully this artist stuff is just like, hey, this would look cool. I'm going to draw it. And it's not actually a thing that happens. I don't mind it. I do, it it's supposed to buy you into the universe. Why would you have an average bellboy doing your bags? You're, you're blinded by fandom, Adam. Why would you? But why would you do that? I, I want to see a droid handling my bags. There's a chance of that. Well, if you watch the Imagineering stuff... I want. They haven't figured them out quite yet, but they're getting, <laughs> they're getting there. there. <laughs> yeah, they want you to be able to talk to them and carry on a conversation yeah, with them. And it's like, well, I mean, I've got teenagers. I can do that with my teenagers, and they still won't take my bags for me. <laughs> and they'll answer you the same way. Beep, pop, boop, and move on. That's Boston for you. <laughs> Keaton just walks right past you. 
I think I'd prefer it if they pretend they don't hear me. <laughs> I got one I can send to you. you guys want to experience with a teenager. <laughs> so here's something that Disney's uh, rolling out there because, you know, they're they're behind in the times. They've got their Disney Genie electronic app coming out, I think, in 2020. They announced this at D23. Uh, late 2020, you're supposed to have this uh, genie, which will help you plan your trip. And it's going to uh, make your magic band uh, work its best for you. And help you uh, do the things that it thinks you want to do. And basically, it is um, Disney's version of touring plans. You're going you're gonna to log into this and let it plan out your, your day, your trip for you. And it says it's supposed to make it easier by providing customized itineraries geared toward your interests. Here's what I think. I think it's going to let Disney know what you're doing and help you, uh, help them move you to underperforming attractions. Under the guise of here's something that we think you want to do. I think this is just Disney's way of uh, controlling where the casual Disney park guest is going to be in the park to help alleviate some of the uh, higher wait times on other attractions and just move move everybody around under their whims instead of the way you want to do it. Um, I agree with that. So it's like, you know, if, if no one's riding this ride, it's going to be heavily promoted to you. But hey, this is something you should do. Look, look over here. No one's riding this. You want to do Goofy's Barnstormer, I promise. And and you're. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> hey, listen, I I like I like it. I like Barnstormer. I think it's fun. I love this the, the small runaway minecart type roller coasters. And that's what that is. But yeah, I, I think this is again. Disney's a little bit behind because you know, touring plans is a thing and people are making money off of it. Disney wants a chunk of that. They want to be able to control that, and so they're offering their Disney Genie thing, which will be used by the casual park goer, the first-time Disney um, park goer. That's what this is really going to be useful for, because it's going to give you some structure for your uh, trip. It's going to tell you what you're doing next, and you don't have to worry about coming up with those decisions on your own. I won't use it. Yeah, I don't feel any that we need to use it either, but I can see I can see the draw for an audience that may need it, but it's not us. And it's probably always gonna be down whenever you try to I mean, use it like anything else Disney launches. Yeah. I mean I can see a use for it if it's accurate. Like how Touring Plans has their apps that are accurate. And people can actually kind of post their actual wait time as the posted wait time. But other than that, I don't think it's necessary. It's just, you know, another app for Disney to have in their arsenal that they want to pull people away from other third parties. Well, I mean, also, I mean, when you think about it, Toink Plants actually charges for their They app. do. So, if this is free, 
there, there's more of a chance of me using this right now than re-upping my touring plans. But it, it all depends on who, how and when it's launched. Well, the win is going to be uh, late 2020, according to the interwebs. If it doesn't go away. Yeah, but before it gets a chance to launch, it goes away. It, it they Disney's been known to do that kind of thing. They, so. Yeah, I can see that. All right, for me, I got... Mickey Shorts Theater, which debuts in March 2020 in Disney Hollywood Studios. So this is not, believe it or not, taking place of the Muppets. What they're thinking, it's taking place of the theater by Launch Bay right now, which used to be the old animation where they showed the Mushu. Never went there. Been to Launch Bay. Never went. Did you do the movie in Launch Bay? I just went, I just went and met both Kylo Ren's. Fair enough. I heard about that last week. <laughs> Hollywood Studios has a whole lot of buildings that just aren't doing a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're and and Disney's trying their best to put stuff in there that's permanent. Everything in the last five six years has been just it's all seems temporary. Well, Launch Bay was meant to be temporary. It wasn't meant as a permanent installation. And the other thing where they had Captain Jack and the Narnia experience, that was also supposed to be temporary. It was also supposed to change with the new movie releases. So a lot of that stuff, I mean, when you think about a movie movie studio, a lot of that stuff was meant to change. It was supposed to be more adaptable. So according to the artist's rendering, you're going to have almost something that looks sort of like Mickey's seats that you're sitting on Mickey Mouse's lap. That's weird. A little bit, because you can see the buttons on the back of the seats. Okay. And this is going to be showing the new style Mickey shorts. Oh, the pie-eyed Mickey. Um, So what they're saying is it's going to be an original short, and... You'll have the chance to take your picture in special photo locations. I don't know what the hell that means. Instagram walls. Instagram. Go Instagram. I mean, this is opening soon, so they... I don't know when they're closing the Launch Bay movie if they already haven't. But this is supposed to open in March. So there was also some more concept art released for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Which is opening on March 4th, 2020. I kind of like it. It kind of, it kind of feels like I'm being pulled into the old silly symphonies. But it's not the old stuff. It's based on the new it stuff, is, isn't it? The storylines kind of seem to be more of the silly symphony storylines, but with the new artwork, new pie-eyed Mickey and. Patty. All right. I'm gonna have to say something, and it's probably the unpopular opinion, at least with this group. I kind of like the fucking new shorts. I haven't seen one yet. I, I enjoy them. They're written pretty well. I don't necessarily like the art style or the animation style, but I, I enjoy the new shorts. I can, I've can i watched them a few times. Storylines are amazing, but the, the artwork is kind of... I just struggle with seeing everything in here as a flat, two-dimensional item. But, Mikey, you can't see 3D. I know, but I can tell when things are supposed to be three-dimensional. I get a Winnie the Pooh vibe off of this. I don't know. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be more 
more than just being the poop because it's going to be screens and I mean it, it like that's what I'm saying is like whenever I look at concept art I'm just currently getting a trackless Winnie the it is trackless yeah I yeah because well great movie right was trackless so yeah movie... but you're on a railroad so it would make perfect sense for there to be a track but it's a runaway so and the artwork that they showed it has like the cars of the train going kind of haphazardly in every direction. I'm cautiously optimistic. I have realized that I am a hardcore cynic when it comes to Disney. I think we all are. And most anything. I'm not, I, I I've just... given up on, on being a, a cynic until it's proven to me. Because, I mean, we all bashed Avatar. No, we didn't. I was the well. A few of us bashed Avatar and destroyed Avatar before it was launched, right? I. A few of us. Did. I'm the. No, I'm the one whole, that did as not. As a whole. But as a whole. Oh yeah, no, it was four to one. It was four to fucking one on Avatar. No, that's not true. I was I was optimistic about it. I kind of felt that I wanted to see it before I destroy it. Okay. Well, I but was. I love the movie, and I, I was like. I was excited but, to see what uh, they were uh, do. but a few people didn't like it, and few, and I'm always, I'm always curious about what Disney's going to do. Do I agree? Like, the freaking nighttime show at freaking Animal Kingdom, whatever the heck it's called now. I don't even know if it's the same show. That's horrendous. Rivers of Nap. Yes, Rivers of Sleep. <laughs> now featuring Disney characters. Um, no, I, I it was bad. I was optimistic about it. I wanted to see what it was. I, okay, they don't get everything right all the time, but I, I have to give something. I have to give it a chance before I say this was crap. Maybe, maybe it's because I, and I hate to say I'm nostalgic about anything because I mean the, the I haven't been to Disney World that many times, but I think it's the memories you have and certain experiences you have on an attraction that are more than just the attraction. So when it was the great movie ride and we had the uh, the gangster take over our car and it was this girl, this woman was playing the gangster and it was so funny because she went off script and started making witty banter with my kids because we, we were in the first two rows. So she looks back at my teenage son, who's just staring at her, and, and she's like, hey, kid, take a picture to last longer. And, and I'll just remember, and Ricky Smiley just fucking turned beet red because he was just ogling, you know, uh, this cast member. So I, I think for that reason and a lot of other stuff, I didn't want to see Great Movie Ride go, even though it was really kind of the meh movie ride. Uh, there were there were high points in it, so I think I've got that in my memory, and which is why I'm like I'm not going to like whatever they put here. Burr, 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 burr. And that's but, not the right attitude to have, Adam. I understand that. No, it's it's not even that. If you rode that attraction again and you didn't have that interaction, that's a one that's a one off at this point. You don't get that at Disney anymore. Truthful. Yeah, no, you're right, and I. But, hey, just takes one time. Isn't that what they said, Little Giants? Just takes one time. But that, but that memory is never going anywhere. 
So do you keep a ride that will continually disappoint you because you're never going to have that experience again? Well, I, I will absolutely never, had a, never have a similar experience on whatever the runaway railway is. Right. B- besides the point, would you prefer to keep your memory positive of that attraction or the next time you wrote it, you had an eh cast member or they didn't interact properly for whatever reason and now you're comparing it to that one time forever? Well, I would... Listen, I'm never going to forget what happened on that ride. And even if it would have been a little dour or sour with the next cast member, I'm still the guy that if if it has a real person working up front, I'm going to enjoy it because they're all going to bring their own. Similarly to the Jungle Cruise, if that was, you know, autonomously narrated, it would just suck. But they dialed that interaction down. They dialed that every time I... I, when it was original, when I first wrote that, there was no speech. The cast member was responsible for telling you all about the attraction. It There was nobody talking over them. They told you why they liked the movies. They pointed out each scene. They knew the movie. They knew the scene. It, it was totally different. Tra- so every time I personally went on this attraction, because I actually went to MGM within the first year that it was open... It was less and less and less and less. So before they took out all the interaction together, all together, because that's what the next step was, I kind of like remembering how it used to be. And I, I think most everybody that goes to Disney likes to remember how it used to be. And that's what I mean. It's like, I, re- I like to remember how it was for me, and that's what makes me apprehensive about what, what it's going to be. I'll be honest, I don't like the art style that's going to be put in here, but I, you know, I'm, I'm going to end up writing it because it is the, the new hotness that's in Hollywood Studios, um, you know, after I ride Rise of Resistance, but it's, I don't know, I, I know, th- listen, I get where Disney's coming from. Hollywood Studios, if you look at all the attractions that are there, they are geared more toward tweens and adults. Okay? There's nothing that is, you know, and any size can ride this with, you know, someone over 42 inches. There there aren't... there's, there's, Is there anything in Hollywood Studios that fits that category? I want to say almost all of um, Toy Story, Midway Mania... You can yeah, ride okay, that midway. pretty short. And, and um, that ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can go to Toy Story. I mean, there, there's not much. All of Toy Story area, I think, is well, under Slinky height. Dog isn't. Yeah, it is. It's not. You don't have to be that tall okay. to ride that. Well, I mean, th- th- this is this this is shaping up to be a mild thrill, very mild type of thrill. And I, listen, they've kept the storyline for the most part under wraps completely. So maybe the story that's going on is what's going to be at saving grace for me. I, I mean, I haven't been dis, totally disappointed except for the nighttime show. Not going to lie. I feel like the Tree of Life gives a 20 time better show than whatever they put on. But I just I, I have to I have to wait and see. I'm cautiously, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I want to see what this is. They're putting a lot of 
thought into it. It would have been open by now if they weren't. And that's what scares me. Is that I, I think right. they're I think they've done stuff and they've they've you know changed it up because they're like, you know, we're gonna do this and they're like, oh wait, no 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 no, we're not. And I th- I think that the, the opening date keeps you know I want to say it's been pushed back from when it was originally supposed to open. It was pushed back, but there was more to it than I think we were like we were known. I don't know. I I'm because everything's well. You see, everybody. The reason why I personally think it was pushed back is because. Hollywood Studios is popping their cherry right now with all the Star Wars. Right. Right? Um, Hollywood Studios has nothing going on for the anniversary. That's why this attraction was pushed You were cautiously optimistic. I'm apprehensive. Is that fair? Fair enough. But they have to know they have something good here because they already decided they're throwing it in Disneyland. That, uh, Control-C, Control-V. I don't know. I'm... Uh, it doesn't happen that much. I, I, I know it doesn't happen like Not that in, in Disneyland because real estate is at a very prime in Disneyland because there's fucking exactly. no room. If you've watched the Imagineer story, you're like, there's no room in Disneyland. We're done. There's no place to put anything in Disneyland. So they have to have an idea that this is going to be a popular They put a new popcorn cart in Disneyland and somebody's probably getting fired because the place they used to work is gone now. But, but they have to have an idea that this is going to be a popular attraction. I, I can't picture them. Star Wars, we all knew, was going to be an attention grabber. No matter what it was, even if it was awful, it's still going to grab people's attention. People are going to want to see it. Well, and this is Mickey's first headline attraction that, that features him. Correct. With the exception of the uh, a few Ferris shows in, in Disneyland. A few shows here and there, yeah. too. Or movies. Well, Tim was quiet throughout that whole exchange. Tim is drunk. He can barely keep his eyes open. No, I'm fine. You guys are just going on a tear, so... Hey, Liz, hey, we were on topic! You were? And you know what? I love you, Adam. I love Nobody's you, too, Nobody's mad, and we disagreed! How about no, that shit? <laughs> I'm gonna find the article. Well, the only thing that we know is uh, summer of 2020, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to open in the France Pavilion in Epcot. Okay. The ride vehicles were shared recently, and the only thing we know is the attraction is going to bring guests to an adventure through chef, uh, with Chef Remy through Gesto's restaurant. I'm not going to lie. For me, watching the... Imagineering series clinched me about getting excited for this attraction. Just some of the detail they showed when they put together the Paris attraction. If it's anything like the Paris attraction, I'm excited for this. I mean, I would also like for anybody who's tried the Paris attraction or actually had a chance to ride it, please let us know if this was all the hype that it was meant to be because looking at this on the Imagineering thing was mind blowing. I want to say the Burks when they went over their I Disney thing said this was amazing. I know they did. I know they skipped something. Oh no, they couldn't get to Phantom Manor because it was closed. They, they definitely did Remy, and I believe they said this is a hundred percent amazing and worth any of the hype Disney's been putting into it. 
we'll have to have the Borks on to the who? The Borks. He went. He went Swedish <laughs> Chef. He went Swedish it's Chef. A, it's a private joke. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> no, you're right. I think you know what though. For me, what's bigger than just this attraction going in is the extra detail that they're putting into the France Pavilion. Um, they're adding a whole new village. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I know you see it when the monorail goes by, uh, but it is really being fleshed out back there. No, not monorail. The death buckets. I'm sorry. Bucket. It's you know what? It's this is probably the biggest thing to happen to France uh, since since Normandy. Normandy <laughs> since Les Misérables. <laughs> hey, speaking of Les Misérables. Cirque du Soleil is coming back, huh? Oh, yes. and, and this is the first time I've ever, ever wanted to see a Cirque show. And it's a Disney-inspired show. It's not just like clowns and balloons. Like, they're working on... It's a Disney collaborated yeah. show. They, they collaborated with Imagineers and Disney artists to make this show. And it's only going to be $3,000 no, a ticket. it starts at sixty-five. <laughs> yes, and the nosebleed seats. So you bring I, I, tampons. I do think I want to do that. I want to see it. Do you think I want to do this show? I don't know, but I have New York City an hour and a half, two hours away, whatever. If I want to pay Broadway show prices, because I don't, I can go see a Broadway show. Uh, and that's honestly the way I feel about but this. But when you're in Orlando, those options are pretty fucking limited. And that's what Disney's getting out of this. If I want to see a Broadway show, I can go see a Broadway you show. You can though. because you're near, you're two hours from Broadway. But there's also touring. If you but look, we've never and you seen. Really want I've to never see been something. to a show. If I'm gonna go if do a show, I'm gonna do really, a show okay, based on Disney. If you look and you really want to see something, Cirque tours. Cirque was an originally a touring group where they would come to New York for a little while and then move on to the next city and the next city and the next city. Broadway has tours that cost less than this. Yeah, they don't they don't come I, to I Arkansas. don't know if I can afford to Sure they do. Uh, I don't think they do. I think they do. You just got to find your theater. Theater. Okay, so here's what we got figured out. Me and Tim we're dating. We're going to see Cirque. Adam, you and Stephanie can whatever. Okay, we'll go to Haleo again. You go to the J- you, you go to Jaleo. <laughs> J-Lo, as she called it the whole time we were there. It's okay. Me and Steph, she, we'll, 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 we'll figure out something to do. She, 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 she's not going to eat the shit with the olives in it. I'll eat that for Oh, better get... You know, we'll go bar hopping through the Riviera. That's fine. We'll be in Disney Springs yeah, right now. We're going to play Pig and Wolfgang Pucks, get a pizza. We'll be watching fireworks on the veranda. That's fine. I'm going to give Tim some balcony. Mary Poppins is coming to Epcot. <laughs> That's a hell of a fucking segue. <laughs> well, he said Poppins. I did. <laughs> And I said, I'm talking about Friends of Mary, so it all works together, really. It's Friends of Dorothy. Whatever. (laughs) I'm heterosexual. Listen, Mary. Thank you. For effort. Mary was was her middle name. It was Dorothy Mary. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Jingleheimer Schmidt, yes. (laughs) 
You know what's funny is we have a highway in Arkansas called the John Paul Hammerschmidt Highway. <laughs> Shut and up. I always called it the Jinkleheimer Schmidt <laughs> Highway. John Jacob Jinkleheimer Schmidt. Yep. <sighs> so yeah, Mary Poppins coming to Epcot. Uh, and Moana coming to Epcot. Like Epcot is getting all these not attractions, but experiences. No, well, they don't quite know what Mary Poppins is yet. There's rumors that it's going to be a meet and greet. Then there's rumors that it is going to be a dark ride. So I, nobody knows what Mary Poppins is. That's Step why. Step in time. In my notes, I call it an experience. But it could because be an attraction. Even if it's attraction, it's still an experience. You still experience the attraction. Listen, I'm just Cirque covering Soleil my bases boy. with my, my modifier here. It's an experience. Listen, Cirque du Soleil boy. Hey, listen. And, and Moana, we all know it. It's, it's going to be some fountains. It's going to be some, some bullshit. <laughs> Moana's going to be some <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. It's, uh... it's going to be it's some a... bullshit. It, it's, you know, uh, the movie is a good movie. It's a good story. It needs something in the park because I think it has the same staying power as Frozen. I don't think it's a sequel. That's what I'm saying. But um, I don't think this is what it needed. I think it fit in. It needs a water ride. Adventureland, not Epcot. The movie itself fits better with the Adventureland theme. I agree with you 110%. It's all about adventure it's all about this grand trip it, and again it shows that the trip the trap well, nope not gonna say this right so this is gonna be a fucking hot mess good luck the trippity Mikey. trap the the <laughs> journey is more important than the destination there you go yeah and that's what this shows and it, it there's nothing that says epcot to me in this yeah Nowhere in this film do they preach water conservation. But that's going to probably end up being the spin at Epcot. Hmm. Well, considering all the new shows are about water. You want to conserve water? Quit squirting it out of a tube. Well, well they did hire Aquafina. And you, you got the Moana water show? You mean Nora from Queens? <laughs> yes, yeah, Nora from Nora Queens. From Queens. <laughs> I love Aquafina. So do I. <laughs> Can't lie. <laughs> she is fucking kick ass. So yeah, Epcot, you got you got first off, way too long to get a Murray Poppins anything. I'm just surprised we're getting it due to how underperforming the new movie was. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I really I don't even think anyone else in my house has seen it. I watched it and I was like, you know what? That was pretty damn good. And, I mean, just some of the effects that they used. They used actual, like, that whole behind-the-scenes bathtub scene where they actually... Mm -hmm. They don't do practical effects like that anymore. So to see practical practical effects in a movie now was pretty awesome. And to see the the behind-the-scenes behind it was pretty kick-ass, too. And, you know, we saw it with some some special people, so that counts, too. They weren't special. They were just ex-murderers. And Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke was in it. And Dick Van Dyke was in it. Hell yes. It was, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was an, uh, a very decent compliment. And, I've, and I'm not someone who's like, yeah, Disney remaking this. Cool, I want to see it. I'm like against remakes and, you know, spinoffs and all that shit. Um, 
this one and uh, Pete's Dragon, both of those to me were good, uh, you know, to kind of rehash uh, an, an old Disney IP. I thought this was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Just like, I, you know what? And I'll be the first to tell you, I really had no desire to see the new Dumbo. I liked the hell out of it. I'm afraid to watch it. I know what's going to be. Because the original Dumbo makes me cry like a baby. <laughs> the first five minutes. And it doesn't have all that much to do with the original short oh, okay. of Jumbo Tim and Burton Dumbo. Tim tells Danny DeVito, put on his top hat, I'm going to cry. It ain't the first time Danny DeVito's worn a top hat for Tim Burton. Nope. He was, he was the ringmaster in Big Fish. Mm-hmm. And he wore a top hat for fucking Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, there, I really... There's literally a meme. <laughs> there's literally a meme. I liked the new Dumbo movie far more than I expected to. I didn't get... I, I didn't ball like I did on Peach Dragon. But that movie I, sucks. I, that, that's, that's a good movie. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. And, um, you know, I liked Mary Poppins. So I'm, I'm glad anything is coming from Mary Poppins because, you know what? She's part of that is the back upon which Walt Disney is built on right now. Okay. So now I have to ask a question. Because you've we've all seen the both movies at this point, right? Like the original and the... And the new one. It's been a hot minute since I've seen the first one, but yeah, I've seen it. Okay, so which Mary Poppins would you like to see in this? Or do you do parts of both? Well, or do you do a whole new story? Because Mary Poppins has multiple stories that are not in either movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to make this that hard. No, I would I would I would be perfectly fine with the new one. And here's why I say that. Okay. And then th- this this isn't even a really good reason why, but here's why. Um Halloween, we went to a Halloween party with uh, with my kids at uh, with with Boston at like a cancer support house thing or whatever. And they have the kids come up there. It's Halloween, and they want you know they want everybody to dress up. Well, my kids didn't dress up. I didn't dress up. But one of the ladies there was dressed up as Mary Poppins, and it was a simple outfit. It was just you know a plain white button-down long-sleeve blouse with with a skirt, and she had a little red bow tie, and she had a proper style hat, and yeah, it worked, and it was similar to what um, Emily Blunt wears in the second movie. And, like, I saw her and immediately recognized her as Mary Poppins. So I would be fine with the current, um, the Emily Blunt Mary Poppins, as opposed to uh, the other. Um, Just fine. But I think think the Emily Blunt Mary Poppins is the perfect... Continuation of the Julie Andrews Mary Poppins. So I will be fine with either either one be portrayed in Epcot. Okay. I think either one of them you'll know who the character is. Alright. Now I'm going to be an asshole. Because if you thought that question was hard, which Bert? 
There's only one. There's only one bird. There's only one bird. Yeah. But which chimney sweep then? There's only one. Dick Van Dyke. Because you can't have Dick Van Dyke with the new Mary Poppins. I think I think you can get by with a random chimney sweep. <laughs> Any old one will do. Listen, this is not Listen, you get a grease pencil and have someone do a Cockney accent, except for apparently Lin Manuel Miranda. How do you not have step in time in this? Because he doesn't do a Cockney accent. How do you not have step in time in this? No, step, step in time is a lot better than the covers, not the book. So no, 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 no. I'll say it. I don't listen. They're two different. They're two different categories. I, They're both guys. Good. No, he's right because Step in Time was a duet. That would Step in Time well, would be not the book to, is a duet too, but no, no, no. Step in Time. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Covers not the book's a duet, more of a duet, a partnership song. So if you're gonna put that song up against another song, it would have to be it, Jolly Holiday. I'm just saying I didn't like. No, no, no. It, it's it's step in time would be against that lamp song. Light, I can't light remember song. the lamplight step, song. Correct. Step in time would be it, it, if you're gonna go comparison to comparison from movie to movie. Step in time is the lamplight song, whereas covers yeah. not the book is Jolly Holiday. Right. I just which apples the apples oranges oranges. I love the covers not the book. I like it until the hippity hop. I like that part too, though. I, I just, I just didn't think is it the closest fit. they ever got to a true Mary Poppins story. If you read the books, that's exactly how that story goes. Just didn't like it. I, I, to me, it felt like it was forced on me. Like he just said, "Ha, have some Hamilton, fucker," and hit me with the hippity hops. And that, that's what got me. Listen, that's my opinion. I'm not right. I'm not See, wrong. That's just how it felt to me. And that that segment of the entire movie pulled me out of it. It pulled me out of everything else that happened for the hour and 45 minutes I was watching it. For me, I want the end scene to be Andrew Lansbury. She's, I was she's a narrating, mess. She's narrating the new Beauty and the Beast movie. I was France. a mess at the end when I saw her. And they're all... Fl- oh, God, that destroyed me. I was a hot mess. The end of that movie, the new one, train wreck when she popped on the screen. But I also loved her in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, and there's a more of a Disney connection there, and that's why I kind of went all crazy. Alright, I'm going to end it on this news note then, real quick. Because this was announced December 8th. The latest color collection. Oh, God. Be- yeah, Bell of because- the Ball bronze. Go! Oh, dude. <laughs> Beauty bronze is collection. like the worst color because it doesn't translate well to anything but metal. I like it. And it, says, it literally <laughs> says 1975. I don't care. I kind of want the spirit jersey. I kind of want the hoodie thing that the guy is wearing. I don't know why. Um, if you look at all the bitch. different things they offer, they're all different shades. 
I don't care. I'm a basic. I in this situation, I'm a basic bitch. I'm sorry. They can't decide <laughs> on what they want, and bronze is bronze goes anywhere from a nice rustic uh, golden brown to baby shit. I like the fucking jersey. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. at least rose gold looked the same from a spirit jersey to Mickey Mouse ears to a fucking cup you bought somewhere. Bronze is going to be all these different colors because sometimes it looks kind of brown. Sometimes it looks kind of green. I mean, what are you getting? Ah, bronze. I like it. Well, this is why Chartreuse. we don't do news shows very often. Because they... They create tangents. No, yeah, they get derailed kind of quickly because what we thought was going to be a 45-minute show has turned out to be, we're now two hours and One of our old-school two-hour marathon shows. <laughs> All right, so we have our PA meetup coming up this weekend. We have our... Cheaters Getting Dopey coming up in January. We have Princess coming up in February. And we have the ultimate November sheet up that's happening in November. BFF. Figure it out. Find us on the page. More information there. Look for special BFF merch. I mean, it'll be months away. Don't worry. It's not like it's going to be. It's okay. We still don't have Princess stuff yet. We just barely got Dopey stuff last week. Yep. So just thanks about that. Not trying to throw shade, but the tea has been spilled. <laughs> There's been a lot of tea spilled. You know what? Speaking of tea, I'll jump in next for closing remarks. Tea Public, listen. I appreciate everybody supporting me on Tea Public and ordering a bunch of shirts before Christmas, and then trying your best to get my silly little baby Yoda Christmas sweater shirt that lasted 24 hours before T. Bublik pulled it down because D, uh, Disney and LucasArts, because like I got I, I my email, Stop. it is Disney care of LucasArts sent the DMCA request. And and the way T. Public works is they don't argue. If, if anybody says, hey, that's my intellectual property, T. Public says, okay, fine, we'll pull it. And then, then there's no there's no argument to that. There's no saying parody. There's There's nothing. So, I apologize to anybody who had that in their cart but hadn't clicked purchase. Um, you probably should have. But if you still want it, there are links floating around on the Facebook page where you can get a shirt that looks a lot like the one that came down. Just do a little snooping, get something good, and uh, vote for me. We, we do this show... Not- well, sometimes for you guys, but we do it for ourselves. And we missed last week because we were being homage and we didn't have power because <laughs> we had ice and winter storms. And it killed us to be away from Mikey for two weeks. But now we're back. <laughs> it was a good two weeks. Really? No. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. Just, just kill my sentimental that sentimentality. But it feels good. It feels good to be back in the studio with our our brother Mikey, and and this is what we live for. This is what we do. 
and I'm excited for the end of the year and what next year is going to bring us. Someone's got to fucking start saying goodnight. Goodnight. Well, that was abrupt. Say goodnight. Say goodnight. For this time, next time, and all the times, peace out, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) It works for me, bitches. Deuces, bitches. bitches. (laughs) And thank you!